podcast time that's right ben for tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam you'll know my co-host jordan adam how you doing, how you doing today jordan i'm doing well how are you good we haven't talked in uh, in a while no uh, today's so this should this should be good <laughs> <laughs> starting off our week right uh i this is my first day off of paternity leave so uh you know i got paternity leave from my work but the podcast did not grant it to me yeah, it's nice that you got that. Um, Very you generous. Been, you said you'd been off for six weeks. And, six uh, weeks. You know what? That was a surprise to me because I was unaware. <laughs> it's funny that we talk to each other basically every week, multiple yeah. times a week, fantasy or otherwise. Never came up. Never Are you came saying up. talking to me is a fantasy? No, it's very real. <laughs> well, sometimes I just feel so lucky. Yeah, uh, yeah I was surprised to hear that you'd been, on, you'd been on paternity leave for six weeks, but you know what? That's, uh, that's that's nice for it's you. I'm sorry, I'm it's sorry you're back to work. Well, you know, I, I, it's good to be back to work. Uh, I'm very thankful because you know most people don't get that. So yeah, yeah, grateful. Um, Hashtag Jordan, grateful. What's new? Anything you want to get off your chest? We we have some some things planned, um, but anything you kind of want to you want to put, <laughs> you wanna put down you, here? Are you anything saying you want to put in the books? Are you saying the floor is mine? Floor is yours. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing to share. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> what do you got to share? Mm, I mean, I just didn't know if you wanted me to riff. Is this when I get to talk about fall, or we put that off for a little bit, while, a little bit longer? It's over, you know, we're getting into the fall time, so if you do want to say something, now is a good time to say oh, it. Oh, I'm not really prepared. Maybe next week. All right, that's fine. That's fine. We did get we uh, we, we got all our Halloween stuff out. Wow, we're so, we're so excited. Yeah, there was a big switch here. Down we we you know everyone got excited. The boxes came out from the garage. Yeah. All of the yeah. uh, summer stuff went away. Now it's very. Yeah, yeah Jordan, fall I'm gonna shit. have to cut you off because look, I don't want to start this and then have to stop because when yeah. I talk about fall, it's gonna be 15, 20 minutes. So it's a bonus. It. It's basically a bonus episode. Should I be Patreon only fall. Yeah, I will. One last thing about fall yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, better make it quick, okay? Yeah, Sherlock Bird is back. Your favorite. Who's that? You don't remember the Sherlock Bird that I sent a picture to you of? Oh, it, oh, okay. I thought it was like angry, like an animated movie, Angry Birds or something, um, <laughs> which you would know about. Uh, sure. Sherlock Bird. Yeah, you got that intelligent-looking like nightstand bird. <laughs> nightstand bird. Yeah, he's just hanging. He's looking over the living room, making sure everybody's. That's you know, fall. On the right. That's a fall. That's a fall thing you guys do. You know, it's plaid. <laughs> uh, it's got the colors. <laughs> Seems kind of arbitrary. Like it could basically be out all year if you wanted it to. Well, if it kept it out all year, I'd probably feel a little scared. So it wouldn't be special. No. All right. Speaking of special, oh, Jordan, we've got something special on tap right now. What is it, Adam? All right. Back, um, back to school. There's quizzes. It's time for us to take a quiz, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, Brainfall.com. I uh, came across this on a Twitter. I don't remember where. Uh, someone had taken it, and they got Richard Karn. But uh, this is the Which Home Improvement Character Are You quiz. Before we it, get started, I've never seen so many ads on a website before. I know. We always talk <laughs> about these illegitimate websites we end up on. Um, but I'm looking at, like, mm, upwards of 10 to 12 banner ads right now. All right. I'm going to read you, very quickly, I'm going to read you five things I see. Uh this multimillionaire was doused in champagne. Photos show just how crazy Woodstock 1969 was. I got that one, too. She thought she was just going to the subway, dot, dot, dot. Mm. How Democrat slash how Democrat slash Republican are you? Why wouldn't it be Democratic slash Republican? Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, you're right. This is a mess of a website. But I, I know that the results of the quiz will be... Legitimate. Legitimate, for sure. Uh, so what we're going to do here is we're going to uh, we're going to take the quiz live on air. Uh, we will alternate well live for us. You know, it'll, a couple weeks for you guys. We, we, we don't like the results. We'll just edit it. We're on uh, tape delay, like the '70s NBA Finals. So. That's right. Uh, we're going to alternate asking questions. We'll ask the question. We will uh, give uh, the choices, and then I think we'll each just kind of say which one we're going to choose and move on to the next one. <laughs> Sounds Hope sophisticated. It it's I think it's simple too. <laughs> Both. That's the best. It's yeah. sublime. All right. So, what's question number one, Adam? Question number one: How handy would you consider yourself? Here are the options. I'm the jack of all trades. 
I don't always do things right, but I always, but I will always try. Mm. I'd rather hire someone else to fix things. I don't fix things. I just replace them. Oh, that one has a little bit of attitude to it. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with, I don't. I'm going to say I'd rather hire someone to fix things. Yeah, uh, that would be my initial thing, but I guess I have to pick something different. Is that right? No, no, Jordan. I don't know why you're not getting this. We can have the same answers. <laughs> well, I'm between I don't fix things, I just replace them, and I'd rather hire someone else to fix things. But I, I guess I guess I'll go with I'd rather hire someone else. All right, next question. Oops, right, your turn. Load. That's a good sign. Oh, this might edit out the downtime. Uh, <laughs> your, t- your turn to ask. All right, you've just walked into a friend's house when you notice that their door doesn't close like it should. What do you do? This is like a choose-your-own-adventure game. I know, uh, mine's still loading. <laughs> I, still can't see the, I still can't see the responses. I'm getting more pop-ups now than I did before. All right, Uh-oh. so... <laughs> I don't know if I can select this. They're trying to play a video. All right, so A is find some tools and get to work fixing it. That'd be nice. Suggest a higher-quality door that would work better. Jimmy rig a contraption that will keep the door aligned. Or the final answer, I wouldn't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Uh, I'm saying I wouldn't worry about it. It's not a big deal. I don't care if someone else's door doesn't work. It's not my business. Now, if it's any other answer, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, I suppose so. All right, that's an easy one. Yeah, next. Okay, loading. (laughs) Okay. I can immediately see the question. I just can't see the answer, so I'm going to have to wait. All right, question three. (laughs) Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering Raiders about we're these. About to get, Raiders, we're on, we're on the precipice of Patricia Richardson. We're uh, going to do something like this. All yeah. right. You fall off the stage while performing in a play. What's your next move? Mm. Do you... Sorry, still loading. Uh, hop right back on. The show must go on. Absolutely. Break character and make a joke about my fall. Run and hide for the rest of the show. Or head to the hospital. Ooh. I know what I'd do. I'm breaking character and making a joke about my Yeah, me too. This is going right. to be boring because we're all picking the same answer. If it sucks, we'll just edit it out and do the other thing we were going to do. I'd never be in a play. I'd, I'd oh, have stage fright. I would. <laughs> I would. Oh, this is a different one. Visual. Adam, Adam would you call this an icebreaker? I suppose, in essence, yeah. This All right, is, question we were, number ta- four. We were talking about the, the circumstances under which I'd do an icebreaker. I guess these. this is it. This is it. All right, question number four. You plan to make a birdhouse. What's your tool of choice? A, a chainsaw. B, a tape measure. C, a hammer. Or D, a pre-made kit that I assemble. D, final answer. Uh, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball here. Uh-huh. I'm going to say hammer. Hammer time, baby. Yeah, you know, like... I don't know. I feel like a, a birdhouse is one of those things that maybe I could actually, under the right circumstances, make myself as opposed to using a toolkit. So I'd like to try that, uh, and for that reason, I'm saying hammer. All right. Yeah, my, my thing is I'd, I don't feel like I would make enough time to actually want to do that, so just give me the pre-made kit. Well, you're, being that you're a father now, I mean, you can't be expected to make yeah, your own birdhouses. Yeah, I can barely do this podcast. Yeah, so it seems. All right. Uh, question Halfway number through. five. Number Halfway five through. Is all, oh no! Uh, you get hired <laughs> to do a job that you've always wanted to do. But uh, when you get the offer, you find that it doesn't pay well. That would never happen. Uh, what do you do? Do you take the job? It's worth the low pay. Do you laugh uncontrollably? That salary must be a joke. Do you demand more money, or do you? Okay, just still loading. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turn down. Turn down the job. Or do you turn down the job? Um, hmm, this is a tough one. It is tough. This is probably the toughest one it's we've encountered so far. I've always wanted to do. So what's that job for you, Adam? That's one more. Uh, that's, that's a. Uh, we don't have time to get to that. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it's enough that I could live on, I would probably just take the job. If it's a job I've always wanted to do, I'm taking the job. It's worth the low pay. Yeah, if I can live on the money, even if it's a little low, I'm doing it. I mean, it's not going to be so low you can't live on it, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. All right, next question. Question number six. Wow. So far we've I'm almost real, answered the this almost This doesn't same really thing. seem, it's, it's, all, it's all tool 
question so I wonder far. if we're just going to get people who aren't even from Home Improvement. Anyways, question would, number six. That would be funny. <laughs> well, here's a cooking question. You got exactly. Michelle Tanner. <laughs> you walk onto the sh- set of a cooking show. What role are you playing? Are you playing the cook on the show? Are you a model for the show? Are you asked to sit in the audience? Are you asked to leave before you ruin something? I'm gonna well, say I'm little, it's, the question. The question is a little bit confusing. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say I've got some cooking chops. I'm gonna be the cook on the show. All right. Um, I mean, I think if you say that you think you'd be the model, you're a little bit conceited. So. Well, I, and I don't think model. I think like the person who's there with the cook, like talking them through stuff, and oh. I think they're like supporting. That's what I would think. See, I, I think they're trying to. Do you know a lot of cooking shows where there's like a model like Vanna White like turning the plate or something? (laughs) You should have just ended the question with, do you know a lot of cooking shows? Uh, I don't. I'll say I'm asked to sit in the audience. All right. All right. Question number seven. What is it, Adam? Well, Jordan, uh, I'll let you know as soon as I get there. (laughs) You are standing in a soundproof booth with a chance to say anything about your boss. We remember that. Uh, What do you say? Still loading the uh, <laughs> options here. Takes the a real question, Jordan. Uh, yeah, I wonder. Uh, you know, what if your boss hears this? Was is that going to change the way you answer this question? I shout profanities in frustration. Hmm. I act like I'm talking, but don't really say anything. I say nice things about my boss. I don't trust that the booth is really soundproof, so I'm silent. Alright, this is easy for me. I act like I'm talking, but don't really say anything. <laughs> No-brainer. That's, that's the easiest question I've had. That's it. Uh, that would immediately be my first inclination. What about you? Uh, you know, I just said I just got off six weeks of paternity leave, uh, yeah. and thanks to my boss, so I'm going to say nice things. Nice. Alright. We. I hope we have different final... Now we're differing uh, a little bit. Now yeah, we're differing we're a little bit. And I'm Down not answering these the... foolishly. I'm answering these honestly. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of doing it otherwise? All right, question number eight. You are asked by a friend for life advice. How do you respond? I respond to that person by telling a joke that relates to the situation. I discuss the (laughs) philosophy... That would be cruel. (laughs) I discuss the philosophy of the problem. I give a big hug uh, and uh, emphasize with them. Uh, I tell it as it is. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. Sorry, I'm getting lots of videos right now. They're very distracting. <laughs> All right. I, I can't sympathize with them. All right. Uh, I tell it as it is and give a direct solution. All right. Um, I'm gonna say you read those so clearly. I, I, I'm Sorry, sure there's a there's a pet exactly video right down here that's adorable. The I'm, just, are. I'm just seeing all these dogs walk around. How am I supposed to pay attention? I'm I'm seeing Taylor and Kanye, and it's when he came up on stage <laughs> like six years ago now. How's that still this? All right, life advice. I do I tell it like it is, or do I empathize? Are, are you gonna hug this person? I probably give a big hug and empathize. I don't. Nobody wants when you ask. For advice, nobody wants a direct answer. Like, you just want to be heard out. So I respect that, and that's my answer. What about you? I'm going to go the philosophy route, you know? We can really okay. get into the weeds and uh, yeah. underline this, or uh, get to the underlying situation. So Okay. All right, question nine. We're almost to the end, finally. I think this is taking longer than you thought it might. No, it's going exactly as I thought it would. Uh, this is the biggest game day of the year, and your anniversary is on the same day. What Uh-oh. is your plan? We see this. Uh, I will secretly listen to the game during our outing. I will record the game and have a romantic night. That's uh, I would forget the game in preparation for my night out. I wouldn't care about the game in the first place. Mm. Uh, I would record the game and have a romantic night out. Yeah, I think you gotta go with that. Yep, All just right. watch it tomorrow. Last... Hope hope somebody doesn't spoil it. Was that the last question? No, we've got one more. It's about your All favorite right. thing, a large steak right. dinner. Oh, man. This is tailor-made. Tim <laughs> tailor right. So, you've just finished a large steak dinner. What do you do next? Do you sit back and give praises to the chef? Do you give a big grunt or belch in appreciation? Do you wash the dishes? Or do you say, it's time for dessert? Um, All right. 
between two for me. I'm either going to sit back and give praises to the chef or I'm going to wash dishes. Oh, I'm going for dessert. I'm going to, I'm, I'm giving praises to the chef and that's my final answer. I'm very excited very, to see. You're very generous. Don't, don't yell out who you get. We're going to do a count of three system here. Oh, I have to click to get my result. It's going to ask you for my email, isn't it? <laughs> I'd be so mad. All right. I'm ready. All right. I got mine. You got yours? <laughs> yeah, I got mine. All right, one, two, three. Brad Al Taylor. <laughs> I'm Al Borland, baby. <laughs> Brad Taylor. Right, read your paragraph. All right. Read your paragraph. Daring stunts aren't your thing, but you are smart and skilled in many areas of life. You like things to be done right the first time, and you believe that there are no shortcuts when it comes to quality. That's actually fairly accurate to you, I would say. Oh, thanks. All right, here's mine. You're Brad Taylor. <laughs> You have a rebellious side. When you look to the positive role models in your life, you can be guided to greatness. Doing what is right may not always be your first instinct when you come around. <laughs> I don't care for that. You know, don't tell me that that's accurate to life, all right? You know, I thought this was a bad quiz, but all of a sudden, it's got you spot on. <laughs> Nail on the head. This this quiz got to my core, unlike it, you know, anything else really has. My favorite part is that if this is not the result that you wanted, you can see other results. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I see myself as more of a JTT. Let's try it. Oh, man. Oh, well, that was killer, man. That was great. All right, Brad like Taylor. That. All right. Well, this is a great Brad episode. Oh, wait. No, it's not a great episode for anybody. <laughs> oh. uh, what are we covering today, Jordan? Episode 104 is going to be Jill's surprise party. Play the yeah. play the techno music. Ding, ding. Actually, techno music would have made this a lot better episode, probably. There are a lot of things. Anything, I think a better, any, a better story would have made I, this one. I say that mostly because anything would have made this better. Uh, uh, this one, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, written by Elliot Schuenman and Marley Sims. They did uh, Tool Time After Dark, The Clip Show, and The, the Naked cool. Truth. Why which you, you, do you even want credit for that? I mean, like a clip show? Like, didn't an editor do that? Have I said that well, before? No, they had to write the Polish stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, that was good. The bookends, of course. Yeah. Uh, aired on October 17th, 1995. I'm not going to necessarily click on all the plot keywords, but I did find an interesting thread to some of them. Mm -hmm. uh, so some of the plot keywords, piano, balloon, Toledo, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> the third one's the most interesting thing. Uh, piano and balloon. Uh, there are two films that are in common for both of them. One is Spider-Man 3. Of course. Of course. The other is uh, a Stephen King classic, It. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't, uh, of course to both. I, I happened to, to see recently, Jordan, that Spider-Man 3 is on Netflix. So oh. I don't know if you... I know you subscribe and unsubscribe from Netflix at the drop of a hat when you want to save $12, <laughs> so I don't know if you have it now, but uh, if you do, it's there. Uh, sounds like a bonus episode to me. <laughs> Uh, I've been thinking about the bonus episodes that we need to do, and I'm thinking Rush Hour, I'm thinking Spider-Man 3, I'm thinking a, a Goofy movie. I'm thinking that it's not going to happen unless we start getting some more action on that Patreon, so if you're listening and you, <laughs> listening and you, want, uh, you want us to keep doing those, it's uh, So those, uh, couple of, those couple of folks who qualify for it, they're all of a sudden just going to be shafted? They're, you know, uh, I, we appreciate them, but, uh, you know, I don't know, I, I just want a little more. All right. Call me crazy. All right. Um, Toledo, Ohio was the other keyword. Yeah, I think wasn't I said. Uh, Doctor Strange something happened there? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Benedict Cumberbatch say something about Toledo and? Uh, he does. Uh, the, the things I wrote down were Melissa and Joey. Um, oh, okay. That takes place there. Yeah. I guess so. And then I'll tell you uh, what. Uh, Ready Player One. That's a Columbus, Ohio movie. Yeah, this is Toledo, but close. Oh shoot. Okay. Forgot. It's close enough. Yeah. I think that counts. And what's, then the other one is the difference. <laughs> the man who came to dinner, which is actually a movie I love. It's an older one, but a good one. Um, with is that, that a, is that a similar to She's the Man with Amanda Bynes? No, okay, it's a, a Monty Woolley and uh, come, uh, come Betty, again. <laughs> Monty Woolley and Betty Davis classic. Uh, okay, I, I know, I know Betty Davis. Uh, there you go. And I also know Jill's surprise party. We have some alternative titles that we really should get to. I think. <laughs> We probably should at this point, 20 minutes in. How many do you have? I had a real tough time. Uh, uh -huh. The clever, uh, aspect of, or clever aspect or portion of my brain was not really working, so they're bad, and I have one, two. I'll do four, I guess. All right, go ahead. I've got three. 
the wrong key. Piano, oh. piano. I don't know. That's not that's not that bad. Yeah, I've got a piano one as well. Yeah. Living in the piano past. What? <laughs> exactly. That's one of your favorite sayings. Is ah, oh, he's just living in the piano past. Yeah, I mean, it's something melancholic I say on the daily. piano past. Ah, yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, this is a play on my second favorite Joe Pesci movie. Eh, probably third. My cousin Henry. <laughs> What's your first two? Home Alone 1 and 2. Oh. Uh, Duh. Right. Uh, I always thought you were going to say... Casino, Goodfellas. No. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lethal Weapon 3. Uh, yeah, I like Lethal Weapon 4, where he has oh. dyed blonde hair. <laughs> Alright, uh, I've also got a Henry. What was your Henry one again? I'm sorry, I wasn't even paying attention. My Cousin Henry, like my cousin oh, Henry. Sorry, I was just stuck on the Joe Pesci part. All okay, right. yeah. Uh, Huffing Henry. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. The frustration of fabric. What? The frustration of fabric. <laughs> what? That's in the opening. Alice frustrated. He can't wear. Oh. He can't wear flannel. Maybe oh man, flannel. this is gonna be a, a really good episode. All right, my we last are, one. We are lowering ourselves to the quality of uh, the episode we watched, and that's just fine. <sighs> Much like the Detroit Lions. All right, my last one. From Meat Man to Cheat Man. Ooh. That was a dagger, wasn't it? Oh, it hurt my heart. All right, here's my last one. Uh, <clears throat> Sing us a song, you're the piano woman. There Sing you us, go. I'm not done. Sing us <laughs> a song tonight, because we're all in the mood for a birthday, and you've got us feeling all right. Uh, Jordan, I'll make this very quick, but you never asked about how my Billy Joel concert was, but... Um, <laughs> We ended up getting moved uh, to the very front row, and it was one of the wow. best. It was one of the best nights of my life. So, how did that happen? Like, what? Why did they move you? <sighs> you know, I'll try to make a. a Your no one, no one cares looks? about these kind of stories, but I'll make it. I'll make it short. Uh, so, we had these seats up. It was at Wrigley Field, and we were up real high, probably about five seat, five rows from the very top. It, you know, it was going to be a fun experience. Um, and we walked down, and these like this guy came up to me, and he asked. Um, you from around here? I'm thinking, like, what? It, wh- why do you want to know, man? Like, what are you? T- yeah, am I from around here? Yeah, I am. I'm from around here. This is weird. No, I came from Georgia. And I was like, yeah, I'm from the suburbs. He's like, you like Billy Joel? I was like, yeah, he's my favorite. He's like, how'd you like to sit front row? And I, and you're like, you're pulling my leg, and Mister. It all, it all kind of went from there. But it, this woman, her husband, like worked for. He like helped set up the stage or whatever, and I guess uh, Billy Joel never sells out the first two rows. Like they just like give tickets away to people with crappy seats that uh, have a, a certain youthful look. Uh, and we got moved up, and we're front, dead front row, center. Uh, it was yeah, it was fantastic. Wow, yeah, it was great. I said, you know, I joked and said it was boyish good looks, but that's actually what it was. I mean, I don't know, young, I guess, youngish. Um, but uh, and then after the show. Uh, you and Billy played the piano together? Almost. Uh, we got his uh, his set list that he had on his piano, uh, the one that he used, and now it's framed uh, in my bedroom. So it was a great Ooh, night. What a day. Uh, Man, you get things framed quickly. When they're important, I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't have anything home and podcast framed. <laughs> <laughs> that's because we try to keep the memorabilia to the lowest yeah, levels possible. That's true. All right, another, I mean, that's an amazing experience. Another amazing experience is this episode, so we better start talking about it. Yeah, let's rip through it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have rip roaring a good time. Let's rip through All right, it. Bud and Tim, before tool time, uh, Bud's been looking at the scripts. He's excited about it. Pause. Yes. The scripts? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what's scripted? I think we've talked about this before. I know, but is there, like, a writer's room, like, doing jokes and stuff? I, I don't... If there is, They're it's not basically good. <laughs> Tim's dominating it, and Al is mostly shaking his head. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just anytime they talk about the scripts, it kind of gets me. Like, I would, I would think at best you're getting like an outline, bullet points, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. He's being generous. Yeah, it's his, it's his first tool show, you know, so he yeah. calls them scripts. Fair. Uh, they're talking about new markets. They're talking about changes and all that good stuff. And uh, Bud's a little change for the new markets is Al. That was his biggest concern, if you recall, and he's changed his look a little bit to appeal to that young audience, kind of mm-hmm. like Billy Billy did to appeal to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's wearing like <laughs> slicked back. He's got slick backed hair. Yeah, he's got like a 
a dress shirt on with a vest. suit vest. Yeah, uh, it's it looks strange, as you can imagine. I didn't mind it. You like it? Sure. Why Why does this appeal to the young kids is my question. Yeah, uh, it was funny. Young kids. They're like, Generation X. And it's just, <laughs> you know, you don't ever hear that. Um, yeah, I don't know what it... Yeah, you would think what he was doing would appeal more. Um, but yeah, it was, it was strange. It was kind of a half-baked <laughs> idea, Jordan. Yeah, surprise, surprise. I would think that, you know, if he's trying to appeal to the young ones, he's trying to get them dressed like Brad or something. Yeah, he should be wearing like a Kurt Cobain shirt or something. Yeah, flannel would actually do well. Yeah, right. right. Uh, Showtime, and Al is a little fidgety, uncomfortable during the show because he's got the new outfit on. They're talking about do-it-yourself jobs and replacing some, some glass, and Al is just flummoxed. He's like not... He obviously didn't review the scripts because he's not prepared at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, Flummox without his fan- flannel, which I think is something you said earlier. Uh, they did mention the new markets are Columbus and Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, Al has to run off stage to go get some tools. Tim is holding up this glass and uh, they come back on. Al forgot another tool. They both go to retrieve it from different areas. Tim drops the glass. Everything shatters, including Bud's dreams. My question was this uh, this segment they and maybe I heard this incorrectly, but they were operating under the title of DIY jobs that aren't DIY jobs. Oh, I didn't hear that second part. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't know I, what I that means, really. Yeah, me neither. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't really get it. So they're just they're just jobs, or yeah, doesn't matter. All right, we're home. Jill leaves. Brad, Randy, Mark, Tim. Surprise party. They're throwing it. Uh, two <laughs> weeks early. Not her 40th birthday, her 39th. Mm. Um, and there's a couple of jokes here where Tim kind of tries to take credit for the various ideas that the boys have. Uh, I can't remember what they were specifically. Well, to throw it early. Um, mm-hmm. To have everyone bring some dishes. Yeah. And I don't remember. Oh, to have people hiding at Wilson's ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, they're fine ideas. I, don't know, I feel like Tim could have come up with them. Um, you know, they have, uh, Tim starts to talk about how it's better to do it now than the 40th birthday because women start to fall apart. We get a lot of this. This is the joke that runs through the whole episode. Yeah, uh, it, it permeates. And, uh, if you like it, you're in luck. But if you think it's not so funny like me, then you're going to get kind of annoyed. But, uh, yeah. yeah, at 40, women fall apart. They're unhappy. It's all downhill from there. Uh, Jill walks back in. Um, and she overhears the name because Tim is talking about people he wants to invite or he's going to invite, and the name, I believe, is Julie... Did, I don't remember the last name. Zawicki or something Julie like that? Julie Zawicki, um, who used to work at the magazine with Jill. Uh, she hears that name when she comes in. She's like, oh, gosh, I hate her. Uh, I never want to so see her So much that again. she wants to, like, kill her, basically. She calls her, like... A hateful witch, which was really close to. Uh, you know, I really thought she might drop drop a, a, a b word there. Uh, glad she didn't. That would be kind of disturbing. But um, then that scene just kind of ends. She doesn't like her. She doesn't want her to come. That's it. Yeah, it just seems like things might not work out for Tim. So we go outside. Uh, Jill is reading, and Tim. This is... is probably the only scene in the episode that I like. Okay, so Tim is actually in Wilson's yard. He's got a bunch of balloons. Um, he is surprised to hear Jill, and he loses some of those balloons. Jill is, like, kind of oddly reading in a place. Like, she's like, sitting in the lounge chair. She's, like, like, reminiscing re- to herself, because she's looking at a photo album. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, and carry on. Sorry, you you do that all the that. time. You know, you just look at your photos, <laughs> and you just can't help yourself. you got to talk out loud. 39 has Jill, like, really kind of contemplating her whole existence. It's a, it's a little strange. You'd think, you know, 40, maybe you'd get that. But 39, she's, like, really just thinking about her past and yeah. all these She's things. living in the piano past, if you ask me. <laughs> so, so. That's an all, that is an all-timer. I mean, it, it really is an all-timer <laughs> for you. So, Jill... <laughs> Uh, Jill hears Tim over there and Tim has to come up with a story about why he's over at Wilson's house and he says Wilson's gone away uh, I have to check his doors for him and he's trying to like hide the balloons so they don't yeah. go over the fence and she she comes to talk to him more Wilson walks over yeah. and he, he has to hit the ground yeah it's funny it's, it's, I liked it it's good yeah so he hits the ground with his rake and uh, Jill shows some of the old pictures to Tim and she starts reminiscing and Tim talks about I, the, she starts talking about her piano and some mm-hmm. of the memories there. And Tim talks about how he's gone through the same thing with a saw, I believe, mm-hmm. a scroll yeah, saw or something like that. Around the same time, 
Jill is describing her plight, and Wilson kind of does a hmm, 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 and she mm. hears it, and you know, Tim he almost to, blows it. Yeah, he almost blows it. Uh, you know what he does too? What's he do? He takes those balloons and lets go of them, and he blows it there. Yeah, I tell you what. Now man. we're all out of balloons. Hi, Jenks, and you can't get you can't get more balloons not around no, there. There's a balloon quota yeah. in Royal Oak at this time, if you recall. All right, so uh, where pre-party are we? Time? Where, where are we? <laughs> We're at Wilson's pre-party time. Okay, I don't know what I wrote. Uh, so, where am I? I gotta find this. <laughs> Jay, Jay Reddy, Tim has... Oh, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> That's the last scene. <laughs> where am I? Whoops. All right. So, pre-party, Wilson's house. Uh, mm. Everyone is there. Not everyone, but most people you'd want to see are there. So we The got, colonel's not there. Oh, you're right, I would like to have seen him. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, Taylor, you want to invite me to my girl her birthday? Um, it's gotten so you can't even really understand what the colonel's saying as no, he gets older. It's hard. It's no, hard. you got like Nancy, Marty, Benny, um, you know, Carrie. Little, Carrie, she flew in. You don't Eileen have Wilson's L. girlfriend. Eileen L. Uh, Mariangelo Pinto. Uh, what's her name? Marie. You already said her. <laughs> Uh, anybody else? There, and, there, and there's some randoms, as there yeah, always are at home improvement parties, some, where like some people casual are not people. talking to each other, and they're just kind of being weird and standing there. But yeah, it's a it's a who's who of uh, home improvement uh, side characters. Um, things really start to go out of control here. I'd say, yeah. There's like no main dishes. Um, Marty brings in like this lobster salad, mm-hmm. although apparently Jill's allergic to it. Yeah, and Tim's solution is to have people pick out the yeah, lobster. Yeah, that was disgusting. It's disgusting, and also would not really work. And there is a trivia note that, that it would work I, on IMDb <laughs> that, that the says residue like, was still there. Yeah, like this would not actually work. Uh, as someone who's also allergic to lobster, I would I would be dismayed by this because I would have an allergic reaction. That would not be any way to spend my birthday. No, it wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. Carrie's there. Tim flew her in, but she's kind of put out by it. Like she, I'm gonna get. She didn't want to bring anything. Yeah, like, she could have brought something. I don't know. Um, She brought some peanuts. She did, and they put those in the salad. Mm. Trudy's there uh, doing her thing. Trudy? Uh, What's her name? (laughs) I always do that. I don't even, like, think... That's so weird. I wrote wrote Trudy throughout the whole episode, too. Uh, (laughs) Heidi's there, too. Heidi's there. Everybody. Um, And then, again, we get, like... So I don't remember how. I don't care about this episode. I don't know if people if that's coming through or not. I just it, it was a bad one. Uh, somehow we get back to the. I think Mark says the thing about um, women at forty, just kind of that being the end, and that's sort of how the scene also comes to an end. Yeah, there's a convergence of Carrie, Heidi, Eileen, uh, and Nancy as they hear like Tim gave this information to Mark, and they're not happy. But luckily, Benny steps in and says something even stupider. So yeah, uh, this is actually like the last episode for a lot of people that are in this. So Jensen Daggett, Nancy Taylor, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, she does not come back again. Oh. Neither does Marie Morton, Mariangelo no. Pinto. So this is it for both of them. Wow. I would trade. I would much prefer them to stay around than, say, Marty or Benny. But, hey, that's just me. We don't get to choose, do we? No, we don't. That's what makes life so freaking hard. <laughs> All right. So we're going to the house now. All is kind of going according to plan. I mean, uh, sounds lobster. Yeah, sounds lobster. Uh, Julie Zawicki calls mm-hmm. for directions, and Tim's got an idea now. He's going to throw her off with bad directions so she doesn't show up. Uh, directs her to Canada instead. And um, Tim is basically trying to get the plan worked out here. Like, it's it's go time. And Jill says, I've got a new plan. I'm going to Toledo to pick up the piano. What? You know? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Uh, Jill wants a part of her past, and she'll be back in four hours. <laughs> If you're Tim at this point, I think you just tell her what's going on. Or, yeah, I guess you do. I was going to say, or you cancel the party, but a lot of people flew in. Yeah, you're right. Just, yeah, you're right. That would have made more sense, but then you don't get the, the really good conclusion that we get. There's so. a good payoff, you know, so I guess yeah. it's a good thing that he it all, withheld. It all works out. Um, now, my notes have been failing me, but I think we cut, and <laughs> they're back at Tim's house. It's and everybody's, party time. And everybody's getting kind of frustrated because she's still not there. Um and there's no drinking. See, this is the problem. Tim won't let them drink the champagne because he's saving it for the toast. But you got to have some other drinks there. If you want people to have fun at a party, even if you don't drink, you got to have some drinks there. Jordan, also, like, you understand that. I 100%. Uh, 
And also, he's not letting like anyone eat. Yeah, you gotta have some appetizers, yeah. especially if they're gonna be waiting three or four hours. I'd be. I would have left. At least make a call to get some emergency Pizzas? rations. Party yeah. sub something. 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 Tim's Hello? not being a great. Hello, Timmy. Uh, yeah. Instead, like Al is starving. Marty's complaining. Eileen is doing dentistry work on some people. Carrie has got some bad news. She's got to fly to Norway immediately. Mm-hmm. And um, what's Marie. She taking, what's she taking a picture of? King Olaf, of course. Of course. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, this is the worst part of the episode to me. At least it hurt my heart the most. Okay. Marie comes through. Yeah. Uh, and Tim asks how she's holding up. And I'm like, what happened? And she said the meat man left her for someone at his plant, some 28 year old. Yeah. Wow. I know. Just wow. I I mean, let's just let this sink in for a minute. Okay. Will you remember Marie? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think she's going to do with that locket? (laughs) My locket. Do you think the the girl got the locket? Did you give it to her? Oh, that would just be a dagger, wouldn't it? And to top things off, he gave her my locket. (laughs) Uh, I'm, you know, we were pretty sad to see the meat man this not is show how, up this anymore. This is how she goes out. This is how she leaves the show. She must, like, this move. Is, yeah, this is a rough ending. Well, um, what do you, you think know, she does after this? You think she sells the house and moves in, like, with her mom or something? Or what does she do? Well, she's immediately consoled by Wilson. Um, after yeah. that, she probably just feels Hawaii? like she, Hawaii? Yeah, she needs to get away. Yeah. And, and she decides to never come back. National Lampoon's, uh, Marie Morton vacation? Yeah, she yeah. becomes one of those beach bums. <laughs> yes, uh, and the scene ends with Tim not yelling at Trudy like I wrote in my notes, but Tim yelling at Eileen. Uh, tempers are, are getting. It would be strange everybody. if Tim yelled at Trudy at this point. <laughs> it would be. That would be scary. <laughs> He's got a premonition. Uh, yeah, things are not going well. Like you no. said, this party is kind of a dud. Meanwhile, yeah, in Toledo, yeah. Uh, Jill meets her cousin Henry, who seems a bit eccentric and doesn't seem to remember the phone call they had. I thought almost for a second this might be a Halloween episode and she was going to get murdered. Uh, I really like this guy that plays Henry. Um, <laughs> I do. He's pretty. He's kind of famous now. Okay. Uh, he's. Uh, let me find his bio. His name is Tracy Letts. Um, he's like. He looks completely different now than he did then, and I. I've. I've liked him for quite a while, so I was waiting for him to show up because I, I heard him on uh, WTF with Mark Marin talking about how like Home Improvement was one of his first roles. But um, best known for uh, he's in Lady Bird, The Big Short, August Osage County, The Post. Um, he's in the season of The Sinner. Really good on the HBO show Divorce. Uh, but he's also a very very uh, talented playwright. He's won the won the 2008 Pulitzer for August Osage County. Uh, he wrote, what's the other play? Oh, there's another one. Killer Joe and something else. So yeah, he, he acts a little bit, he writes a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I really like this guy in Divorce in particular. And he's married to Carrie Coon, which a lot of people might know from, like, Fargo or, uh, The Leftovers. But big Tracy Letts fan, and this is, like, one of his early roles. A very surprise, like, a surprising... You you didn't know that he was on this before, right? I knew. Uh, I knew that I didn't know he was going to be in this episode, but I knew he was going to be in a season five episode. Uh, and he looks so much different now that I almost didn't recognize him. Um, he's also in a Seinfeld episode where, and you you might remember this. He's like one of the two guys. Uh, he I don't remember the circumstances, but he's like working behind a counter with another guy, and Elaine needs. Uh, I think she needs like a number or something, or like she's waiting for someone to call. Uh, so she can get like a free sub or something, and he's like the guy that's like, "This is Elaine Bennis. Elaine Bennis gets a lot of calls here. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? <laughs> I don't remember that, but it and they end good. up having to go out. He ends up having to like she has to go out with him or something. Um, it's a it's a funny one. It's the episode. They're all they're all pretty. The funny, strike. So. so it's where Kramer goes on strike and yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, I love this guy. Wow, Tracy Letts. That's right. Yeah, Tracy probably, Letts. Everyone probably not a lot of. Pulitzer winning people on Home Improvement. No, but there's more Besides Taryn Noah Smith. It seems like we just find more and more and more people who have been on the show, though, which is always a surprise. Yeah, he's weird in this. Uh, He's high from the fumes. He's very aloof. He's he's been shellacking. He does, like, experimental... 
Art? Art, I suppose you would call it. Um, yeah, he picks through the garbage and makes pieces. Uh, including apparently this, making a lot of money off of it. I guess so. And including this piano, which Jill goes to see, and the piano actually has been turned into an aquarium with a model train track as well. Not sure how those pieces fit together, but they do. Or why. Well, you know, when you're shellacking, anything can happen. I mean, I thought the fish tank thing was all right, but then you have the train coming, and it's like... Whoa. It's like putting a donut on top of like a cake or something. Like, you know, don't we already have something good here? What are we what are we doing? I mean I would probably eat that donut cake. The old cake. donut cake metaphor. <laughs> I would probably eat the donut Piano cake. Piano of the past, huh? Uh-huh. Uh back at the party? Yeah, let's let's do it. This party's so much fun we just gotta go back again. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a cake that's being brought through and Jill is finally here and Tim goes out to get her. Mm-hmm. And Jill is being very dramatic. Tim wants her to go inside. She's just kind of like looking up uh, at the sky and thinking about... I don't even know what she's thinking about. She's I think like super depressed because she couldn't get the piano, which uh, the, nothing adds up in this episode, to be honest. She wants like, to be alone right now. That's yeah, all I know. Yeah. Uh, that's the last thing she says. She says, I want to be alone. Walk inside. Surprise. Um, 11 people have stuck around. Uh, we don't get to see the party because it's home improvement. We never get to see what we want to see out of an episode. Uh, so we cut to later. Um, Tim, you know, he apologizes, says he wishes it would have gone better. She said, you know, this is great. You know, not everybody was uh, there that you might have invited, but the people I care about most were there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really nice. And then the scene ends where she apparently has been briefed on Tim's uh, comments about 40-year-old women as well. Uh, yeah. And then I guess Julie Zwicky shows up really, really late. She got lost, uh, but she does bring a present, so that's kind of nice. But Jill is obviously not very happy to see Julie. Yeah, I tried to find a bio for this one. I don't think she's credited in the episode, so she's got a a very distinct uh, voice. Definitely. Um, Yeah, and so they move on. That's that's the party. Like that's 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 it. it. That's all she wrote for the party. That's what we're building up to. It's Jill's party. She can cry if she wants to. Uh, Actual birthday morning. They have another surprise for Jill. She is blindfolded. They bring her downstairs. And there's another Julie Zawicki joke. Uh, they surprise her by redoing that piano. They restored it to its kind of original plain mm-hmm. uh, past. And it is it is the exact one she had as a kid, so it's not a replica or anything no, like I think that. They, he presumably went and got it from Cousin Henry. Cousin Henry. Uh, and they've been restoring it when, in Wilson's garage. Jill sits down to play, and mm-hmm. she plays all right, but yeah. very poorly. Yeah. And that's Epis- it. So we're going to roll credits page of Black Jill's surprise birthday party. I mean, our enthusiasm was uh, was palpable as we as we sprinted our way through that. You um, know, it's one of those episodes where it's so rough that you can't even really have a sides. I know. Yeah, I can't. I couldn't really muster up many jokes even. Um, Jordan, <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, how about, a, how, about, how about a nickel for your thoughts? Oh yes, of course, a nickel for your thoughts. Um, I'll go first. The only high I have is I, I did like the, the scene with Wilson and Tim at the fence where Wilson drops down and they have to hide the balloons. And I, I thought that was somewhat funny. Um, I mean, the rest of this, this is, this is one of the worst episodes I remember, in a, or I, you know, I can think of in a long time. Um, I watched it originally like two weeks ago, and I thought it was bad <laughs> then, and then we didn't record as soon as I thought, and I watched it again today, and it didn't get any better. Um, no. You know, it's just, I don't even know where to begin. It, it, I mean, what I would say yeah. is, like, it turns out an episode where everyone waits around for Jill to come back is really boring. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's like, just, the conceit is bad. Yeah, and and you know what? I, I mean, there's been a lot of episodes where it's just, like, we didn't like the writing or the mm-hmm. jokes were bad. This, I mean, I don't even know how you would have made this a very good episode. Yeah, it's so. a bad idea. It, it's weird, too, because, like, her motivations are not necessarily clear. So, like, she just kind of randomly decides that, like, she's going to... She's kind of... Uh, out of nowhere, she's all of a sudden, like, really uh, nostalgic about her childhood because she looked at a photo album, which is, like, that's not uh, that's not development, really. That's just, like, something you're choosing to do. So she randomly goes to get this piano. Like, I don't know. Just, like, nothing adds up necessarily. And then you just have a bunch of, like... You know, people that generally we like, just kind of annoyed and, and PO'd, which is not that enjoyable to watch necessarily. Uh, there's not much humor here. It doesn't really end in a satisfying way. Um, yeah, it's 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 also just like really really boring. So. Yeah. Yep. That's 
that's it in a nutshell. So uh, with that, we'll move on to Sean's social media corner. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can go to thehomeandpodcast.com. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeandpodcast, Twitter at homeandpodcast. If you'd like to support the show, uh, you can do so for as little as a dollar a month on Patreon at patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. $5 or more a month will give you a special bonus episode every single month. Uh, we first did For Richer or Poor. We're going to do the Last Man Standing Return, I guess you call it. Have you seen any of the, uh, the uh, trailers or uh, commercials for that? I just saw the ones that you've posted on Twitter. Okay, they're bad. <laughs> yeah, really they're bad. like Fox jokes and stuff. They're doing a lot stuff. of network jokes. Yeah, that's a, a weird well to keep going to. Yeah, it is. But, <laughs> so, but a very, very satisfying well at that. So, yeah, we figured uh, we're going to do that episode, so we'll jump in, you know, six or seven seasons in and uh, give you our thoughts. I heard it's the best place to start. It is. It absolutely is. So we're staying relevant and topical, as mm-hmm. we always do. That's right. <laughs> that's yeah home home improvement in general it's just if you're gonna have a home improvement podcast you want it to be topical and relevant that's kind of 1a and 1b of the, the goal list that's right so adam i know there's been a lot of buzz on twitter lately and i'll let you take the reins are you talking about the jay leno jonathan taylor thomas clip or what <laughs> i mean i don't I, I don't i'm hesitant to say too much but i guess if you follow us on twitter you've probably seen um we may or may not be be getting close to getting Patricia Richardson on. We're, she's on at the least show. flirting with us. Yeah, there's there's been some flirtation. Um, no, I mean we'll see what happens. I I, I hope it'd be great. Uh, we would love to talk to her, and uh, you know we're we're closer than we ever have been before. So I don't I don't really want to say much more than that in the event that doesn't work out. But um, you know, exciting nonetheless. Um, otherwise. You know, tweeted some stuff today. Uh, we missed Jonathan Taylor Thomas's birthday for like the 35th straight year. Jordan, we didn't celebrate <laughs> it, so that's kind of frustrating. Um, you think one time we're going to figure it out. I don't know why we can't ever just bark it in our calendar for next year, okay? Oh, um, man. Otherwise, uh, we're recording these a ways in advance, so there's not, I don't even know what the last poll was. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. It was, was Willem Dafoe. Let me find it. <laughs> I've been tweeting there was a lot. Some, there was some Willem Dafoe banter between uh Oh, there's been a me. lot. Okay. Uh, 13 total votes. Favorite... I spelled, I spelled Willem Dafoe wrong. Uh, favorite William Dafoe performance. Actually, Willem with an E at the end. So that's my mistake. Uh, 13 total votes. 8%... Well, I better go reverse. 46% <laughs> said Spider-Man. Hey, yeah. Spider-Man. 31% yeah. said The Florida Project. That's the right answer. 15% said Platoon. 8% said another film. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I said I would have said Florida Project, but, you know, you can't go wrong with Willem, so. No, I guess not. Everything's good. You yeah. didn't put The uh, the Last Temptation of Christ down there. I know. Uh, I didn't think anybody would say that. <laughs> it's going to yeah. seem like a, I haven't seen it either, so I don't, I don't know if it's good or not, but uh, it's, it's Scorsese, so maybe. Um, yeah, otherwise, you know, a lot of Patricia Richardson buzz, but, uh, again, we'll we'll see what happens on that. Absolutely. All right. Uh, with that, it's time for the question of the week. Jordan, bad episode deserves a bad, <laughs> bad question at the end. We've we've been uh, yeah we've been thinking for about twelve minutes, and we thought, mm, yeah. guess we ought to just ask anything at this point. Jordan, uh, just talk to me. What are you reading now? What have you been reading? A uh, little uh, home and podcast uh, book club discussion. Where are you at right now? Book club. Uh, I've been diving deep into the Foundation series by Isaac Asimov, a sci-fi classic. Um, so I read the first three. He did an original trilogy, and then he wrote, I think, two more after that, and then two prequels. So... I'm currently on the last book of the series. They're very good. Um, I enjoy them a lot. He is a... I can't... It's just like Stephen King. It's crazy how much these people can write. Sure. Yeah. Just like... productive. You know, he's done all the robot series and all that other stuff. So, read that. Um, Trying to think if I've read anything else. I mean, those have taken a lot of time. Yeah. So... That's what I'm. That's what I'm reading. I would definitely recommend them to anybody who's interested. They're very, very good uh, are they, sci-fi uh, books. Are they dystopian? Or are no, they, or no, are they not really. Utopian. Uh, utopian, baby. Are they? No, are I, they Fruitopia? <laughs> Zootopia. Uh, of course, yeah. No, they're uh, they're not like dystopian or okay. anything. It's it's kind of like the fall of an empire and the rebuilding of another. Okay. 
Uh, what about you, Adam? What Gotta you be reading? honest. Doesn't doesn't that, that kind of sounds dystopian to me? No, it's not like oh, that right? though. Okay. Hey, no. hey, 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 hey! I don't know. Back don't off. Know. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Maybe you ought to read it for yourself. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what am I? Did you ask me what I'm reading? I did ask what okay. you're reading. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I'd like to know. Yeah. Um. It's a. We've talked about this book. Uh. Before on here. It's called Stardom Happens: Colon Nurturing Your Child in the Entertainment Business. <laughs> Uh, no, I am reading right now. I'm reading. Uh, it's called "The Haunting of Hill House," and it's uh, it's for the uh, fall Halloween season. I'm trying to get, trying to you know, just get myself in sort of a spooky mood. Um, you know, that's funny because I've done that the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for a book this year. Last year it was like Frankenstein. I okay. want to say I read. Yeah. And then maybe I read Dracula or just part of it. I don't know if I got to all of it in time. And then the year before, I read Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. So I'm looking for one this year. So go I on. I want to hear. This is in keeping with that. I'm only about 40 pages in, uh, written by Shirley Jackson. It is, uh, according to the internet, it's the seminal piece of uh, haunted house literature. So, mm. um, and I'm not far enough in to, to say a lot, but I'm enjoying it so far. I like the writing. Um, good description of the house and it's it's sort of spooky so uh yeah uh and it's there's cr- crappy movies based on it as well that you can watch like most books there's a crappy movie based on <laughs> it's, it yeah it seems it always works out that way but no i like it um and uh yeah i'm working my way through that and i don't know beyond that i'm trying to think what's the last book i read uh, i've been having trouble getting into things lately every i get i get a little burned out and then i i struggle to commit but well um, when but, you're when you're such a prolific writer in your own right you know yeah. some Sometimes yeah. it's hard to devote your energies to reading. Yeah, I haven't been doing that much either, so it's kind of been wondering. Maybe I'm wondering what I'm doing at all. But uh, yeah. Yeah, just Billy Joel, baby. It was a good time. Yeah, just riding that high. But, now, Jordan, what are we covering next week? Next week, uh, we're gonna cover advise and repent. It's really kind of religious, sort of themed episodes this year. A lot of sin. A lot of sin. A lot of redemption. Uh, sanctification, all those other words that we're going to get into on next episode, but I think we're done with episode 104, mercifully. Uh, in the words of Al Pacino, Vanity, my favorite sin! <laughs> um, How many times have you done that on this podcast? I don't know, 20, 30? How many episodes have we done? Divided <laughs> by five. Um, you know what I was thinking, Jordan? This will be the first time we will have a Halloween episode of Home Improvement sync up with the actual oh. Halloween season, so that's going to be pretty big. Wow. So, better, so, so make sure you have your big boy pants on because things might get a little scary. It's going to get spooky. All right. Well, we'll look, forward, we'll look forward to. Re- <laughs> I wonder, do you think, I don't know, have you, uh, I guess I usually do the booking for when we have guests, but I got to reach out to Dracula's handlers and see if he's available because it's very possible that he might be on that episode. <laughs> when you say Dracula's handlers, I just imagine it as like tamers, you know, like a lion tamer. Hey, man, he gets pretty wild. He needs it. (laughs) Listeners, thank you for listening. Jordan, thank you for joining me. Next week, we repent. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.